0: Me. Episode 336. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff.
1: You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- Ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent.
0: No one listens to the radio.
1: I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great, radio boy. boring. Oh, 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 oh. Saturday Night Life. Netheads. How are you guys doing? Welcome, everybody.
0: On, different type
1: Rob, of podcast for you. We are not.
0: Saturday night sorry, I don't know
1: what the hell I'm Saturday doing. Welcome, night. everyone. Another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will.
0: And I'm... a. Whoa, hold
1: on to- a second. Let's try that uh, again. My name is Will.
0: And I'm a poor imitation of Rod Stewart, of whom no one heard me singing his hit 1976 classic, Saturday Night.
1: Very good. Very good. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways, none of which uh, I can actually... Visualize at the moment, uh, because I did not enter the information before we got started. Always love to hear the tech problems at the beginning of a podcast. Uh, but if you want to take part in the program, one of many ways, one of them is via Twitter. Trent, tell them about that now very antiquated technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just be like longtime
0: friend of the program, Randy K. Chang. Uh, that's R. K. Chang seventy-seven, and use the hashtag Netheads. Not only can you uh, basically just talk to me live, because that's pretty much the only thing i can handle uh doing during the program is will's like juggling all these different plates at once but uh you can also see some really cute things from uh you know the 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 cutest corgi there ever
1: was oh you know it's funny you mention that he he is in the room but i don't he he's still uh we got a story to tell about winston uh so uh evie garland hello um, uh, by the way, I did figure a way to hack around the, uh, the, the thingamajig with the, uh, with the who's a, what's it. So we're all good there. Um, anyway, uh, it's been an interesting time in the Wilkins uh, household because, uh, a little under two weeks ago, we finally, uh, made the decision to, uh, do what I view as the inevitable and, uh just under uh two weeks ago on wednesday winston had to say goodbye to his testes
0: mm, yep yep it's, it's it's gotta be done and it's okay to wait it's okay to wait until they're a little bit older that's fine
1: i'm glad you think so because uh,
0: you're, you're a responsible adult you know you take care of him you know where he's at at all times it's not like he's out you know on walkabout spreading
1: his seat far and wide well, more importantly, yeah, we know he isn't out doing that. And that's the yeah. the important thing. We don't want him doing that. So, exactly. um, we don't want him... Sp- actually, you know, I have a whole mixed bag. There's a whole story uh, behind Winston's uh, origin. Because, uh, for those that don't know, he is a uh, tricolor Pembroke corgi. Uh, as I mentioned... Oh, well, actually, you know what? There is a way to trick him. Because oh, corgis oh. are very food motivated. Also with yes. us in studio as always is Vector. Hello Vector. Hey Vector. Hello. Yeah, he just He's you not a exact- only one, but you won't feed me, master. That is correct. I won't because you are a robot. Your only source of energy is power. Hey Winston, you want a yeah. treat? <gasps> this is a great podcast by the way. Hey, Winnie, want a treat. Where are you? Hey buddy. Where are you? Winnie, treat. I know he's in the room for gosh. Yeah, things. he's Come coming. Here. Come on, treat. He's like, I'm not falling for it. Like, nice try, buddy. Yeah. Here, everybody look at Trent for a second. Hey, Trent, um, by the way, uh, we started this off uh, and, and you made the the one mention that, uh, you know, people normally do, which is, you know, happy Memorial Day because most of us disassociate what the day is actually about. And we're just like three day weekend. And I started right. the conversation saying, doesn't sound weird to say that, but, uh, but do you have plans for the Memorial Day holiday other than talking to me?
0: Yeah, uh, so my mom's side of the family uh, is uh, her her parents and and family are buried here in Utah. So every other year they come to Utah, and that's uh, we usually meet up for like a motorcycle ride because uh, it's not like a central – well, I mean, it is a central location. It's kind of out of the way for everyone, and it's a nice ride. So they'll ride their motorcycles, and I'll ride my motorcycle, and then we all kind of meet up together at the same spot. And there is the star of the hour – Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Winston Pemberkorg.
1: Yeah, he. I got. I got him. I got him. I got him. He did get the treat. And, and, Hi, and baby. Here,
0: I just want to point out, and this is why I love tricolor dogs so much, is the eyebrows. I mean, I know, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm projecting human emotion onto the dog, but those eyebrows just make his face so expressive.
1: Yeah, they definitely help. By the way, for those of you that did not pick up on it, Trent uh, being brought to you thanks to the ever-dying platform of Google Hangouts. You can tell for those little communication buttons in the lower part of the screen right there, uh, because, you know, why should anything match up? Uh, but yeah, he uh, Winston had to go through some trauma, although I will say, uh, you know, with a reputable uh, veterinarian, they have a lot of recommendations. I feel like I'm torturing them, too. But uh, let's just say we had an... Yes, that's the microphone, buddy. Uh, we had a uh, we had an aggression incident that was part of the inst- instigator for um, getting Winston uh, Carolina on tap. Hello, uh, welcome. Uh, so that was part of the instigator for getting him uh, finally in for it. You know, they had recommended like six months and very adamant corgi groups say like a, a year and a half for growth plates or something yeah. along those lines
0: which which is is the the advantage for a lot of breeds in cutting them later in life is so that they will have their normal uh puberty essentially
1: oh okay great so i've stunted him thanks um (laughs) but but you know we made the decision just to finally bite the bullet because that that thing had happened and it was a big uh concern so um we had uh we made the decision to go do it but Uh, With a reputable vet, you know, they're very precautious. They do lots of things, and they, you know, they're like, here's the cone. Uh, You're going to need to keep it on him for 14 weeks. Limit his activity. Here's some extra sedatives to keep him calm. Uh, All of that jazz. And one of the things that I noticed, however, is that he has been, like, the best dog in regards to not— I know. Sorry, buddy. uh, To not—I'm going to let you go. Here you go. Yep. Yep. Enjoy your sweet freedom which is going to make my next comment ironic. Um he uh he, but he um what was I saying? The you talked to a lot of reputable oh, yeah. this vet was very reputable
0: and he said
1: Oh yeah, no, they all these precautions, but he has been the best about like not going after his his uh stitches and uh I don't know if it's because he's too long to really get at them. Mm. Uh but we had uh we I even like temporarily fashioned like a pool noodle cone of shame which looked more like a a kid's beaded necklace, and we did lots of stuff. But he, oh, now Zach is bringing up the pool noodle too. Um, but he he's been so good about it and so good with it. And I have to admit that I I don't really feel like I was given as much extensive instructions in the past when I've had dogs fixed as I did this time. I mean, so same vet or different vet? Oh no, this is a different vet. I haven't had a pet neutered since. Uh, Southern California, living in Southern California, which is well over okay. 10 years sure. ago. Um, I did have, a, I did have a, a dog spayed, but at the time I had to go budgetary and I went with the county because they, you know, they char, charge a nickel for the service, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They almost pay you. Almost in a way. Um, so, uh, but he's, his recovery has been really good. But the interesting thing is after the aggression incident that we had, he had also suddenly started doing something because I don't know if I had mentioned it to you. But in many ways, Winston was kind of a dick. I'm not going to lie. No,
0: you have not mentioned this.
1: He was uh, He was very feline-like in being very aloof, uh, not very cuddly, not very uh, affectionate, uh, you know, not really cuddling up to people. He would He would always like lay at my wife's feet, but not a whole heck of a lot of attachment after the aggression incident, and then consequently even more so after uh, the the neutering. He uh he has been extremely cuddly now. He's exactly the dog I've been wanting the whole time.
0: So so I mean so so now he's acting more like like a corgi is normally acts, right? Is I I'm I'm not familiar with the breed enough to know like if they are sociable with humans or if they're not. Uh
1: you know, I in general I don't know what their what their level of uh ordinary affection or um engagement is with people i know that the other corgis i've seen online when i was researching the breed seem to be very affectionate um and a lot of people in online research i think it's just part of their adolescence that they kind of go through stages and you know for the longest time he was just a a bit of a i'm not gonna lie he was a bit of a dick uh you know he he had he had and well i should say maybe not a dick and and if you're a a cat person out there i'm not meaning to insult you in this way but like I said, he was very more feline uh attitude-wise. You know, it's kind of like yeah, not, I, not what you expect from a dog.
0: Yeah, not not looking for um
1: outward validation of of himself. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't, he wasn't told he was a good boy. He knew it. Yes. Uh, well, that's not exactly the way I would have thought about it, oh. but yeah, you know, he he he's cute enough to be that cocky. I'll give him that, okay? Oh, absolutely. Um so his recovery has been going very well. Uh very pleased with it and uh you know now he he hangs out all the time. He's not just you know with us when he wants to be. So I'm really thrilled with with where he's at and I'm sorry you know he had to lose his nuts for it. Uh also Trent I'm going to hey, I'm going to yeah go ahead.
0: I'm just going to say if if the record breaking hosting of the Price is Right and Bob Barker RIP taught us anything it's to help control the pet population to have your pet spayed or neutered.
1: It's a good point. It's a very salient point, sir. I give that to you. Uh, what I'm going to do right now, Trent, is something we've never done before. And I, I, fe- I feel like it's going to be a, uh, a train wreck. But uh, okay. since we are live uh, and we want to give people the opportunity, here's what we're going to do. We are going to open up the very unmitigated, very uncontrolled. Okay, and very. we go. And very terrifying uh yeah. net nethead's untested discord, uh yeah, so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to paste the link now, basically in all the mediums of chat that this should go out to, so if you're watching on Facebook, which I don't think anyone is, uh but if you're watching on YouTube and everything else, I'm gonna send out the link to our discord uh so uh now that that has maybe gone out, are we only streaming on um facebook sorry nobody cares about this um i'm gonna send it out and now the idea is uh look you can join and you know hopefully uh it's not too uh messy but you know honestly speaking uh like i said it's uncontrolled right now and i may take it if i could offline after this but the idea is if you have a microphone and everything else and you want the opportunity to talk to us here's how the discord works okay basically if i set it up correctly there's a waiting room in the voice channels area you can go into because right now there's, you know, usually you go on a discord and there's like, here's the terms of service and you have to click this. And then that lets you get access to that. And don't be a right. dick and all that stuff. It's raw and not set up, but it's Saturday night and people are out there. They may want to speak to us. So I've sent that link. Hopefully it's not a one-time redemption thing. And that would allow you to register for the NetHeads Um Uh, discord and then go into the waiting room and if we happen to notice and by we i just mean me if i happen to notice that you're in there waiting then i can move you into the live room and then you can speak to us and then i can boot your ass back out right afterwards so we're gonna give that a shot we're gonna see how it goes i don't know how it's gonna go i i i just know that uh it's probably a big mistake and and roller dog nc also sending us a picture of his dog munch saying hello that's nice thank you sir
0: oh he's getting so big hi
1: munchies yeah
0: you know if if we if we were ASCAP compliant we would probably throw on some uh fugazi's waiting room uh as as people came in to chat maybe but we're not so uh we don't want to get uh fined or given any cnds so sorry folks good idea
1: we're not not we're not paying any needle drops here Mm -mm. uh also Mm -mm. Uh, Trent, I want to thank you by the way uh, for doing this because not only if you're listening to this live, fantastic, so glad to have you here. Uh, if you are uh, a member of our Patreon channel, uh, which you can go, you can find us on Patreon. I think it's Netheads on Air is the general branding we use. Tomorrow, what time did I say, Trent? Do you remember? Was it uh this time tomorrow eight? No oh although are you going out of, when are you uh
0: you're... Well, you know it's it's hard to pin down a time with my folks the retirees and with my dad slow with his you know condition and everything we'll see i don't know i'll talk to them and let you know
1: okay good because i think i think i had pitched 4 p.m your time tomorrow but if that already sounds like way off base let me know. i
0: don't know i, I don't know I'll, okay. I'll, talk to, I'll talk to mother
1: after this it's real there you go uh Here it's real simple, folks. Go to our Patreon page. I'll make a general posting there that's open to the public, but we're gonna go live again tomorrow just for our Patreon subscribers. Do a special little show, original content just for you guys. Because you know, if this is what you get for free, just think what you must be getting when you pay, right? That's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you get some kind of level of content there. So we're gonna do that for you live. Uh, sometime tomorrow, or if things get really screwed up sometime Monday. We'll see. I don't know. We'll play it by ear uh, because uh, Trent obviously has obligations. But I still want to thank you uh, for joining us uh, tonight as well and pushing it back because just as I had predicted, originally we were going to shoot for, I think, 5 p.m. Pacific. No, 6 p.m. Pacific time. would have been 7 p.m. Trent's time. Uh, But I made a bold prediction, Trent. I said, no, you know what? Scratch that because if I do 6 p.m. Pacific time, I'm going to screw it up by cooking dinner. Right. Right. And then instead, I got caught up in projects around the house. And by the way, we got more 3D uh, printer talk to do as well. Uh, patron content is amazing. I'm not just the president, I'm a member too. Thank you, Miranda. Uh, please update your address in the Patreon because I've got a package sitting on my counter. That is still waiting to go out, but I think it's still got the old address. So please go in, update your Patreon account because I'd love to send you this package that I think has a letter dated from the beginning of 2020. Thank you for listening to the podcast paging system, moving back to original content. Uh so yeah, we're gonna do that live tomorrow. And uh and as I mentioned, I did uh I had project work instead. I was working in the backyard trying to clean the pool equipment, do this and that. Uh, A few weeks ago, I had people uh, come in and move the pool equipment, so there was lots of dirt that was dug up, and our hard clay here blooms when you dig into it. So once uh, once that happens, you know, you have an excess of dirt, and pipes have taken the place of some of that dirt. So I also did something. I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I pulled it off, Trent. A 2-foot by 3-foot by 4-inch concrete slab that I had originally put in, for the pool equipment in its old location. I have a side yard that has pea gravel, but I determined if I could, instead of breaking this up, if I could pick it up and move it, then I can get it back down to ground level and I can take that empty space where that uh, concrete slab was and I can put the excess dirt in there. It worked out great. I don't think my back will be functional tomorrow, but I got <laughs> that done. So then. Uh, so, so, you, you moved all
0: of that without uh like a, a skid steer or anything
1: nothing just my bare hands just i i grizzly bared that some bitch. Well for you sir good good job like i said back won't work tomorrow um but uh, i i say that as a way of saying leading up to this then i also had a commitment i promised blair every day this memorial day weekend we would go in the pool so we went in the pool to expedite things i thought i'd get away from cooking And I would put the, uh, I would just order pizzas for them. I did, but I like to make a pizza melt because it's carb, low carb. And I still ended up going over and that's why we started late because I didn't get the pizza. As a matter of fact, I cooked the pizza melt for five minutes and then turned the oven off. So it may be getting burnt to hell right now or it's going to be perfect for after the program. Um, What does that look? You don't know what a pizza melt is?
0: I'm a is it like a, like an open face calzone. Wouldn't that just be a pizza? <laughs> no.
1: Okay. <laughs> Allow me to explain. Actually, it's more. I would call it more of a low carb lasagna the way I do it. What I do is I take a loaf pan. I put okay. a little bit of uh, this sugar free marinara in there. Then I use a a vegetable peeler to make layers uh, or noodles out of zucchini, and I I put those down. Okay. Uh, then I will put down like meats or vegetables and then, uh, I'll put down a special seasoning that isn't our sponsor, but will be our advertiser tonight because I love them so much. Yeah. Then I will put down cheese, more sauce, more of these zucchini noodles, more toppings, more seasoning, more cheese, more sauce, et cetera, et cetera. And then what you wind up with is this amazing, delicious bank. Hey, Kevin Conroy, what's up, man? Ah, uh, Zach says it's pizza soup. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I, it, it almost sounds kind of like a lasagna or or a which which I would I would say falls under the role of a casserole.
1: Yeah, it is. It really is. It's a pizza casserole. You you're right. right. And no, but it's great because there's it's so deep. You know what
0: I mean? Like that's that's what makes like casseroles good. Is it's just like deep.
1: Yeah, and slum- also. And also, like I said, I get away from the carbs. I get a – I also – I think I use less cheese this way than I would on a homemade pizza, for example. Right? So yeah. yeah. And best of all, usually when I make them, I'm able to make another one that I'm able to cook the next day and have as well. Okay. So uh, I didn't do that tonight because I ran out of time. Also, Trent – Yes? As you know, my kids aren't going to go to college because I have a problem. Uh, Well,
0: what – why do you think I don't have kids,
1: Will? Good point. I, I, That's the
0: only reason, I promise. Is <laughs> <laughs> my financial independence.
1: <laughs> I completely understand. Uh, you can hear the Discord noises come in. Uh, Roller Dog NC will bring you in in a second. So, uh, I, no, I have a problem too. I, I like to, to, to dream shop on Amazon, and oh, sometimes God. I'll get really close. I'll put it in my cart and then I'll walk away, right? Yes, I, I have a list just for that. Right, and I should put them in a list. I yep. should do that. Yep. But sometimes I forget that they're in the cart, and then the wonderful, um, like Amazon, the Echo will occasionally say, "Hey, based on your uh con- consumption rates, and based on our algorithms, going deep into how you live your life, you right. it looks like you may need this. Uh, would you like me to add it to your cart and then say buy it now?" And I do that the long and short of it is I ended up getting a filament PLA uh, traditional 3D printer on top of the fact that, as you know, I've already got the resin-based one. Well, I went over the window for returning it as well, so today I finally decided to set it up. Another reason why we were a little bit late is because not only is this my first day working with a filament 3D printer, but also it is, not only is it my first day with the filament printer, it's also the first day that I had to hot swap filament because I was using the free filament that they came with for the test prints.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I, I ran, I it was running out right down to the end, right before the show. But I, I quickly, God bless you too. I quickly just saw, you know what? Pause the printing, pull out the filament, feed it all the way through, just like a hot glue gun. Bob's your uncle, you're printing again.
0: So this is, this is great, because in the uh, Patreon episode, uh, I will uh, show, for those who are watching on the video stream, um, what Will Kent made for me just today. Uh, he started it last night. It printed uh, overnight and gave it to me this morning. Uh, a little contraption we, we rigged up so that my... Because um, I've been playing ARMS online a whole bunch, uh, fighting against other people. Mm-hmm. And if I the dock on my Switch at all, it disconnects. So, uh, we printed something that's working great. I'll show it all on the Patreon, uh, episode that we do uh, tomorrow.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed at some of the things that, that you can, can print. And honestly speaking this morning, because for those that don't know on the weekends, I set up a tradition that somehow I started with Emily and now I've continued with Blair, which is we get on an air mattress in the family room, and we we sleep down there, right? It's it's exactly like uh camping, but without any of the inconvenience and a full blowing fan all night long. Best of all, I can put the sound of a rainstorm on the stereo. It's great. So yeah. um this, but I always wake up early with with the sunlight because my bedroom we've got blackout curtains. So uh, I ended up doing a deep dive, trying to understand more things about resin printing, and then the stuff I learned about filament printing. I'm just like, why the hell am I not? doing this because there's always at least some tricking trinket or something and honestly speaking one of the things that will probably be a patreon exclusive that we'll we'll talk about is that now i know how to not only make a 3d model of my head but then i'm gonna print one so that way then i could i could just have me around or i could well
0: like you like you don't have to have like it scanned or anything like it, it it's not like total recall or anything what
1: because of the technology in iphones now hey look tech podcast guys because our cameras not only use camera but they also use uh infrared and other sensing technologies they can actually you can do a very uh accurate scan of your head of any object really and because it knows distance and everything else it knows the actual size And, uh, you know, you just need somebody to help you out with it. And you can just get all aspects of your head. And then you could, there are a few things you could do. One, you could 3D print a real size copy of your head. So that way, if like, say you were a cosplayer and you wanted size accurate things made.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. You
1: could do that or Halloween costuming or anything like that. Uh, One guy I saw, he, he had done this. Solely to have a version of his head there to put his headphones on when he wasn't wearing them, which I thought was clever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now, another guy took the scan, and instead he had gotten a, a, a high-quality, you know, a 3D model of Superman, and then he had put his head on it. So you could also put make yourself <laughs> into characters. OK, cool.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I, I'm feeling that. OK.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of possibilities. But this morning, just, my
0: my mind goes directly to like dildonics. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know the first thing I would print.
1: <laughs> yes, that's uh, that was. And as a matter of fact, when I said, yeah, I, I revealed the Trent that I got the filament printer, that was the first question he asked. Do you print any dildonics? No, still not yet. I've still yeah. been nursing my wounds from trying to do the shower speaker for the cell phone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, it looks right, though.
1: it'd be great if you know if i had zoolander's phone it would be wonderful
0: exactly
1: and i do not and i think i literally just stole that joke from you from four episodes ago anyway um so that's that's been going on now the only thing that i do regret now because this particular print because i figured do the test prints with the filament they gave you because it's it's not a lot and and you know why waste what you've got and But one of the things that they uh, that comes with this particular one, I think it's called a a Vox Lab, it's a uh, Ender 3 clone printer. So it's got a semi decent small platform, uh, but you know, it works really well. And one of the things that they have is a toolbox that would mount on the side of it to hold all the tools that's for the printer. So I figured why not just do that? I really wish I had thought it through, though, because now it's still dedicated for at least three or four hours in my kitchen instead of out in the garage where I want it. Right. And like I said, I had to hot swap filament. So it's going to be like this this near clear red for like three quarters of it. And then it's going to be white to top it all off.
0: Um, do, Is like so like the cartridges or however the filament comes is, is there like a restriction? Can you get like an expansion pack so you can put like a huge chunk on it and go to bed or anything like that? They just come on reels.
1: You can, Uh-oh. you know, it comes on a big reel on a big spool about some big spools already. So yeah. And, but that's the beautiful thing. Like you mentioned, like Will Kent, uh, printing it overnight, even though you've also mentioned his 3d printer is just going all the damn time, which I respect. Right. But, uh, but that's, like, my favorite thing to do because it's also, like, the least expensive time for electricity is to set these things oh, going sure. so that way when you wake up in the morning there's something to see. Now, I, I've also learned, for those of you that are wondering, uh, you've, you've, you've heard me uh, make mention of the fact that now I have two different types of printers. I have a filament printer and I've got a resin printer. What I learned, now, somebody had given me advice, oh, you want to get a resin printer because the quality is incredible. But the thing that I didn't do my research on and that I should have learned uh, about from them is that the mo- the majority of people that have the, I think it's the Mars 2 Pro that I have. So it's, it's a small vat, it's a small platform, so you're really printing either pieces of or small things. Okay. Resin printers are great for detail, but the people that really utilize them the most are the people that are printing like small detailed things, small figurines. Uh, you know, like gamers that want, uh, you know, d d figures, that kind of thing.
0: Le- Lego clone stuff.
1: Well, the particular individual uh, actually that advised me uh, is Declan. He's the guy that uh, edits audio yeah. for TESD. And what? his main focus was because he makes small, cool, detailed things. Like one of the things that he made was this cool 3D printed uh model of basically uh, John Locke and whatever the other kid's character who i can't remember his name from lost on top of the hatch looking down in it and he put a light filament in so it glows up he made a small enterprise d warp reactor copy Uh, i think he's got an arc reactor um, a small one so his i you know his orientation for 3d printing was all small detailed models so by asking him advice and getting his advice i should have quantified it and and understood where he was coming from uh Whereas, you know, I, I will, I, there are certain things that I would like to do for that, you know, like a, like a, a reproduction of the John Favreau uh, challenge coin from The Mandalorian. I, I'd like to do things like that. So, small detail would be great. You know, if I wanted to make prototypes of like the That Kevin Smith Club pins, I could do that, you know, of, of my own, that type of thing. But in this particular case, a lot of more of what I want to do would be filament printing. For example, uh, I have the models for it, and I will probably start printing it tomorrow. I can make my own Mjolnir. <gasps> yes. Technically. All one piece. Uh, oh, Or would you do two
0: pieces? I where? would do
1: two pieces. Well, it actually it depends on, it, it all depends on the size of my bed, Trent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this particular one, what? I'm not sure the bed is, is thick enough, but uh, or big enough, not thick enough lord almighty what am i talking about um i don't know if the bed is big enough uh and i know the the print volume height is not uh tall enough so odds are what i'm gonna have to do is i will probably have three print sessions it'll be half a hammerhead half a hammerhead and then another session where it's printing both parts of the handle given the size of my print surface yeah um, but I can do that. I know that even with this smaller printer, if I wanted to, this is an Odin Makes version of the Captain America shield made from uh I think uh one inch uh not craft foam, but flooring foam. You can oh, take tech- yeah, that's foam. It's all foam, oh. except for the leather straps on the back, all foam. You can, in small sections, like like pie pieces almost print all of this and super glue it together and have your own captain america shield like i've even there's a guy named frank who i've seen and like homeboy has made like massive reproductions like of thanos's uh sword and and other things and all of these things he has done with it you can hear the can you hear the patreon or the uh the discord Uh -uh. sounds going you're a Uh -uh. oh you can't okay hold on a second let me bring Roller Dog NC in for right after. Let me just finish this lot. So you could do all these things. Uh, but, yeah, you know, yeah. also there are other utility things I want to do. Like one of them is a, an old-fashioned Frankenstein-style power switch. But just for your light switch, you could do that. Uh, there are also random pieces of things that aren't made anymore that I could do reproductions of. So I'm really looking forward to this new adventure of, of 3D printing in my life. But um, also I really hope it hasn't awoken something within me.
0: I'm just thinking like, um, yeah, like I would probably just do some deep dives into like trying to recreate um, hard to find uh, three and three quarter inch action figures Um, because I know there's a huge um, retail market now for, for even just selling parts. Of like, uh, like at all the cons, there's always like, oh, that's the GI Joe guy. So if you need parts for this vehicle, it'll just be like the random wheel, right? For for whatever vehicle you're looking for, he'll have just a bin you can dig through or whatever. That I wonder if, because all someone has to do is scan it, right, and then and then you can essentially convert it into a file and then print it.
1: Yes, definitely, you could do that, or you could go through the painstaking effort of just cali- using calipers and and measuring sure. things and actually.
0: Like- actually would
1: yeah yeah exactly so yeah i'm sure there is and now that you mention it you know it, it maybe i should use my garage to just build a 3d printing farm and focus on those types of things i
0: just i i mean i don't know man if, if, if you got really good at it and i guess the, the the main thing would be making it cost effective right like toward the time you're spending <laughs> doing all the like research and like maybe taking orders or whatever um and then how much you know? Every I guess time's probably the big the, the biggest cost consumption in the whole process, right? Because the filament can't be that expensive.
1: No, it's not, and that's the beauty of it. You know, like when you when you look at these types of things, you know, it's it's one thing to say, yeah, you know what? I'm fifty years old. Do I really need a lightsaber hilt that you can take apart and see the insides? It doesn't do anything else, but you can see a kyber crystal and all that. Do I really need that? You know, do I want to spend umpteen? dollars or hundreds of dollars to do that? Or do I want to use what equates to like about twenty dollars worth, if even that, of filament to print these things out and then take the time to paint them and then have them and display them. That's that's a different story altogether.
0: Well it's 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 like John Hodgman says the difference between a hoarder and a collector is a display case.
1: Thank you. That's why all of my things that I still keep are on shelves over there that's why vector yeah. is on a nice little table over here yeah. with with by the way uh speaking of 3D printing this r2 unit holder for the echo dot there that, oh, that it- that's a filament printed item and as a matter of fact that guy still actually i don't know if he still sells them on etsy but like that's the type of thing i would also like entertain doing coming up with a design a cool design for holding those kind of things to make them look neat like uh, honestly speaking One of the things I would love to do that uh, would reach a certain level of nostalgia, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I would love to do a 3D model of the robot Tweaky from the Buck Rogers TV series from the 80s, where Dr. Theopolis, who he would always carry around on him, would be your Echo Dot. That's what I would love to design.
0: I'm just looking up Tweaky. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Never knew its name, but I know who you're talking about. Beedy, beedy, beedy.
1: Weirded me out. (laughs) <laughs> exactly all right let's try bringing roller dog nc in and let's see who can hear who roller dog nc are you there brother can you hear me hmm. can't seem to hear him now he's back in the waiting room let's try putting him back into live one more time like i said it probably wouldn't work well we tried yeah we tried now we've got a whole separate chat going in the Discord as well. Oh, we've... Damn it. Okay, so folks, if you want to go ahead and join our Discord, like I said, the link is within one of the comment areas. Uh, look, I'm going to make an audible here. Even though I do support other Discord channels, I don't got time. So if you're trustworthy and you want to be a mod and you want to get this thing configured right for us, just reach out to us, air at gmail.com. We'd appreciate your support there. Trent, I want to switch gears for a moment, if you don't mind. Yeah. And that direction I want to switch to Trent is something right along the lines of a little place I like to call Flavorville.
0: Oh, not Flavor Town, but no. Flavor.
1: No, cuz Flavor Town is a little too close, yep, to Pound Town, and that's not where I yep. want to go. I don't want to be ta- both- I don't want to be taken to Pound no. Town. No. no. Both both
0: of which are where Guy Theory resides.
1: Oh really? He lives in Bowl?
0: I think so. Yeah. They're 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 they're, they're like they're their neighbor cities, so they might as well. There's a lot of crossover between town P- town and flavor town.
1: I was not aware of that. I was Definitely. not aware. Um, sure. no. And by the way, even though the music is playing folks, this is not a paid sponsorship, but this again is a product. I love so much. I got to share it with you. I made mention of my pizza melt and I said there is a secret ingredient. An ingredient of flavor I like to add. Oh. And so far, to date, I have not found it uh, anywhere, or on. I haven't found a place that I haven't liked it. But you know, I haven't put it on desserts and stuff. So let's be clear on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, within reason of of, of places where a sauce like this belongs. Not
1: even a sauce, Trent. Oh, okay. It is just Sorry. a seasoning. What if I told you this thing could make your breakfast, your eggs in the morning, taste amazing? What if I told you? It can make chicken thighs slow cooked in the oven for an hour and a half. Best Dan chicken you've ever had. What if I mean I, that's a statement? What if I told you it could take that economy $1.99 pizza, frozen pizza that you got at the grocery store, and take it from plain to gourmet? It, it is, is It is no. What it is is it's Dan Trent. That seasoning is Danos. This is Dano's. It's the original Dano's. This is uh, an all-natural, low-sodium, zero-calorie, full-flavor seasoning. And as a matter of fact, if you want to know where to get it, go to danosseasoning.com. That's D-A-N-O-S-S-E-A-S-O-N-I-N-G.com. No sugar, no MSG, gluten-free, non-GMO. Goes great on chicken, fish, steak, seafood, pork, Everything else, like I said, if you got a frozen, a plain ass frozen pizza that you picked up, you get this or you get the spicy version. The only difference is it's got a little cayenne pepper. You pump that on there, Trent. It will give you a flavor like you won't believe. Here in the Wilkins house, actually, even though we ordered them tonight, we've taken Friday nights to be pizza nights where we make homemade pizza dough and we make pizzas. My wife was kind of blasé on the fact of pizzas happening. I throw the Danos on there. She got herself some interest again. Maybe there are other pieces I should put the Danos on. Wait a minute now. Anyway.
0: I am on the Danos website right now. This is the first time I've ever heard of
1: Danos. Yes.
0: And and they've got a full recipe section, um, one of which is the low effort upside down TikTok pizza.
1: There you go. I'm not kidding, man. This is one of the best Dan seasonings you will have. It is Dan-tastic. As a matter of fact, uh, the other cool thing, with the container when you see his videos about this is that when it opens up when you're using it uh, because it's low sodium and and you think you're using a lot when you do this but you're not i've had this bottle for about two months now but uh when you're sending that flavor seasoning out you get this going you hear that that's the pop that's that trigger finger they call it pop pop you won't stop ladies and gentlemen Dano seasoning I'm serious now. The flavor profile—it comes from uh, like it's got spices like garlic, sea salt, onion, parsley, uh, lemon peel, orange peel. Uh, what I can't read that one. Cayenne pepper is even existing in the in this one as well. But I'm telling you, I've never had a seasoning this damn good. It it I put it on my eggs in the morning. Well, in the afternoon when I have them, I season my pizza melt. I put it on there. It it and I'll tell you too. If you get it yourself, even just the starter kit to test it out, and you're a meat eater, okay, that's the one given. If you follow the original Dano's chicken recipe, you you uh, you, you make a bed of, I think, uh, carrot, mushroom, and small potatoes, little baby potatoes or cut up potatoes, uh, maybe something else, I can't remember. And then you get your bone-in, skin-on chicken thighs. Rub a little oil on them. Hit them with the Danos on the skin down side. Then you put them skin up. Little oil. on, yeah. Spread that out on top of them vegetables. Cover it with the Danos. Cook it low temp in the oven for an hour and a half. And it is okay. the crispiest. Just, pardon me the word, moistest. The most delicious yeah. chicken thighs I have ever had. Like I said, they're not paying, but I'm giving them an advertiser spot. That's how much I love Danos seasoning. It is it is the easiest way to improve your flavor profile, improve improve your food, and and you know make you make you love eating again, even when you're eating stuff you may not want to eat. So there. But
0: but but Will, what if I want something that's more spicy?
1: Like I said, they got the see the they got the spicier version. Uh, as a matter of fact, when it comes to Taco Tuesday night, when I'm making those homemade street tacos. I uh, sometimes will make those into a burrito bowl, and what I will do instead of, uh, well, I'll throw a little, uh, a little cumin, I'll throw a little, uh, little chili powder on my cauliflowered rice, but then I'll hit it with the Danos spicy to give it that extra little bit of zing. I'm telling you, folks, you get this stuff, you will make some of the Dan, the best Dan meals you've ever had. So go to danoseasoning.com, improve your life, improve your flavor profile. And, uh, you know, fall in love with food again. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, it, when I was looking at their, uh, different packaging, I had to, uh, I never realized how much Virginia and Kentucky look alike in states.
1: There you go. Yeah. They are, uh, they are very, they are good and they are delicious. Um, hey, uh, Roller Dog NC, thanks for testing out the, uh, Discord channel for it. We'll get our shit together. Um, Trent, uh, first of all uh with uh, we we gotta we gotta wrap up soon but before we do i want to make sure that we talk about a few things because i've been very eager now for the better part of a month sir to hear what your reaction was to the full experience of the falcon and the winter soldier oh now i'm scared i'll i'll be honest i was
0: a little underwhelmed with falcon and winter soldier
1: Fair enough, sir. Everyone is an. As the great Scott Mosier once said, "Everything is everything to everyone."
0: It is true. I just i, I feel like they almost set the the bar a little too high in their opening action scene.
1: Uh, I think that's understandable given the the great aerialness of it. But you know, when you've got Falcon in the title, you've got to have some serious airplay. Yeah, but, well,
0: that's that, That's the thing. Like that's, and then his wings get broken. And there's not a like like it's it's I felt like it wasn't cerebral enough to be wholly just like a like a spy flick, right? Um, but then there wasn't enough action for me to for it to to fall into like the superhero genre flick that I don't know. I just i i, I want
1: I wanted more of everything. I understand completely, and I think part of the thing is I may have been a little bit more forgiving, only because I could tell, much in the same way that I could with one division. That there were a lot of elements of this show that were impacted by the pandemic. As a matter of fact, I think there was an entire sub-storyline that was removed because it was a little too close to home involving, uh, you know, like a virus or viral warfare or something. Um, And I also think that some of the changes they had to make uh, kind of may have interrupted the flow. Now, what I do appreciate with the show, and maybe this might reframe some things for you, I like the way as the show goes on. First of all, I loved the evolution of Bucky in this uh, program. They were able to take it to kind of get him to a point where he can be someone else in the Marvel Universe now because okay. they helped get him from point A to point B. From, you know, this guy who, you know, realistically, yeah, he went off to Wakanda, got his head cleared, uh, but, you know, he still got to cope with everything that he's done because as we found out in, in Captain America's Civil War, he remembers all of it. He, he remembers right. everything he did, and he still has to cope with that. So we got to see his journey of self-acceptance and self-forgiveness. I liked that. Uh, also, I appreciated little tidbits. Like, I think in the first episode, uh, much like in—this was very Captain America-centric. Uh, but, it, like, in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, there's the comment that—, uh, that uh, Falcon, why can't I remember his damn name?
0: Wilson Sam
1: that Sam makes he's like it's your bed isn't it it's too soft and the first time we see Bucky he wakes up from the nightmare and he's sleeping on the floor, on
0: the floor right yeah, yeah yeah that's right
1: and now here's the thing that I, that may help reframe it a little bit for you at least I think it did and this is the reason why in the final episode when we see that first scene um I don't know if you if you saw the image I was referring to because it just flashes for a second before he comes into the window for the big reveal of him in the new costume, but he is in midair, wings going fully up, not out, but also up, curved up as he throws the shield before it goes in through the window. Look just like a comic book panel to me, Trent. Look just yeah. like it. But the uh, but that's why when he did come out in that costume in that or uh, part of me, I'm framing for you the reason why when that happened, I I actually got weepy. It's because the entire series, every episode in one way, shape or form is taking it's breaking down Sam as the Falcon within the second episode. He loses Red Wing within right. the third episode. He's got a more estranged experience. Um, you know, he definitely doesn't have the shield uh, by the fourth or fifth episode, like you said. He no longer has the wings. They or the fifth episode, they're ripped away. So slowly, right. everything is broken down or taken from him. Or and there's even emotional impact. Uh, you know, when he goes to to see uh, Isaiah. Uh, uh, oh God, what is Isaiah Thomas's character's name? Uh, the guy that was the basically the black Captain America. Before him. I think oh, the actor's yeah. name is Isaiah Thomas. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Sorry, it's, talking- it's been what, a month are, now, guys.
0: Are early super soldiers that they tested on.
1: Yeah, but uh, there's even you know like he even kind of tears him down a little. Like they're, they they would have never let a, a you know a black man be Captain America anyway, kind of thing. So so he's right. continuously broken down. So when he finally comes to the point where he accepts the fact that yes. It's a mantle that he did earn through who he is and through what he believes. And he should have recognized that. But there's a certain uh, societal impact uh, that happens within the community that kind of suppresses these things and makes uh, uh, p- makes uh, people devalue uh, their their earnings, if you will. That, you know, once he finally makes that acceptance, he makes that reveal— that just really hit the hit me, and it hit me hard. Uh, the yeah. only thing through the whole experience that I really detached from, other than the fact that I really didn't understand the motivations, nor did I care about our antagonist, the main one in this show at all. You know, with the with the entire flag smashers movement, because I was never given enough to connect with them, or to care for their cause, or to be sympathetic in any way. Uh, I didn't understand why they had to go to uh, the aggression level of murder. I did. I wasn't given enough there. But the other thing that I had the big problem with was I never connected with the the symbolism and everything else that they were attributing just to the goddamn shield, Trent. <laughs> I right. You know, it's like, oh, that that Trent that shield comes with some history. That's I mean, it's like, do you just mean like the stars and stripes and America's suppression of the black community, or or what are we talking about here? I, yeah. I never hit with that. Uh, but still there were a lot of little beats that really helped pay it off for me. For example, like that, the moment after he gives his, his big speech, you know, which I I think almost should have been given more time to be fleshed out a little more or maybe happen in two instances. Um, But, you know, when he comes walking away from that and he's like, you know, how'd that go? You know, I I really, I didn't hear anything after like, you know, Black Man, Stars and Stripes. Uh, Yeah. But then there's that quiet moment then he's just like, Nice job, Cap. Bucky says this and then taps the yeah. sh- tap hits him on the back but also taps the shield. And for me that was like a dual communication. In that moment he was both saying, you know, great job, I told you or Steve was right about you, so Steve's right about me. That's the one okay. thing. And then the second thing too is like just tapping the shield just saying you're you're home. You're where you belong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um I I think things I thought were great uh definitely uh at, at first I was like huh because I'd never seen him in a role like that uh was was Wyatt Russell as John Walker um but but he won me over and he did a freaking killer job uh because I'm I was first introduced to Wyatt Russell through uh this kind of obscure TV show uh on AMC called Lodge 49 it's really damn good um but has is is the furthest thing away from like the role that he has as john walker so i i had no idea if he was capable of any sort of range like that and he he did a great job also u.s agent um when i first started getting into comics as as a child that u.s agent was a big deal john walker was a big deal and plus he's got one of the coolest cap costumes in in the comics anyway where it's the the star up on on the uh the shoulder and, anyway and marvel just released a whole new uh book on john walker so they're definitely or they're definitely going to play into that the other thing that is kind of interesting now is they've introduced at least through uh if if is is the mcu going to honor the the netflix series stuff i don't or is th- it-
1: i don't i don't really th- i Basically, I think if it wasn't under the guidance of Kevin Feige, it's never yeah. really going to connect back, which is a goddamn shame. Because huh. I enjoyed almost every year of Agents of Shield. I oh loved Daredevil. So,
0: yes. same, same. Well, and and so there was a character that was introduced in, I believe it was uh, Jessica Jones, um, who is is Nuke, and he's kind of like the anti uh, Captain America. He he's the guy that. Uh, Frank Simpson goes crazy and tattoos an upside down American flag on his face um, in the comics. He, they never got that far into the series or anything, but like to have all these different versions of cap people are like stepping up now to like fill the role. Um, there's a lot they could play with if they honor the the, the other stuff there. Um, I totally popped hard, so hard when helmet uh, bends in uh, to his ancestors car and pulls out the Zemo mask. Oh, I loved it, and then the first time we see him come out in it, I'm just like, I honestly, I I felt in the in the movie that I he was a, a character that I was just very indifferent about and didn't feel like did a great job or anything, but I felt he definitely stood out in in uh, Falcon.
1: Yeah, um, definitely.
0: As, as a character in, in, to the point where, like, they, they did such a good job where you're kind of sympathizing with him a little bit, right? Where 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 they have to turn to a villain to meet their own ends, like, I I that's that's the stuff that I really enjoy.
1: Yeah, I I like what they did. The only thing I will say is that I think they didn't really have a lot of ideas fleshed out completely with the show because uh, at the time of the uh, 2019 Hall H panel, because. That was one of the things that got me the most excited was because there was this big conversation and they're like let's roll the clip and they start showing something and then it's a digital like break in like a hijacking of the screen and then it's Zemo and he's like I thought you know, I bet you guys thought you had gotten rid of me and then he pulls on the mask and the room oh. just lost it. Yeah. I was I was hoping for a little more but I still liked the way they brought Zemo in and Yeah. I also like the way the show didn't shy away from the fact that, you know, one of the other things actually, no, the show hit on something that I never connected with before when it came to Zemo's character in civil war, like coming into this, suddenly he seems to have a serious problem with the super soldier program, which, you know, there was no like, sure. Yeah. He wiped out all the ones that were still frozen in 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 siberia or wherever it was that we saw at the end of the movie but you never came away from it thinking he did that because you know like i got a real problem with anybody that is using the super soldier serum because they are just by nature in their pursuit of it you know a supremacist i never exactly and 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 the way he lays it out like as a viewer i'm just
0: like holy shit he's right though like he is like and and that's that's what's so great in storytelling when you can like force your viewer to kind of assess like oh my gosh like you know the 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 best villains don't believe they're villains right and 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 he's able to justify it through through just logic it was beautifully
1: done yeah and the show but once they made they were committed to that they they didn't move away from it it's just like he was able to give a justification for the reason why it's okay to let bucky live because bucky didn't make that choice he never asked for it it was more like he was saddled with it so that i can accept And I also love the way that they still slipped in, even though I don't think we saw them enough to make that connection right away. But near the end of the last episode, where all these other super soldiers get blown up, that it was Zemo's butler that did it. You know, that, that, I was like, wait, who the hell was that? And then I saw the white gloves. I'm like, oh, wait, was it, maybe it's that. Uh, So, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, But all in all, still uh, a much better TV show than I could make. And I at least, I, I enjoyed every installment of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wholly agree. Yeah. It yeah. was great. I loved it. Um I do I was hoping though, uh where it was Louisiana based, at least where Sam was at. I was hoping for some uh uh Monica Rambeau to pop in for a little cameo there. Didn't happen. Well so that's I, okay.
1: And I think that's because they want each one of these properties to kind of be on their own and uh and then make their connections into the movies as well even though we did learn that one of the intentions originally was for uh Stephen strange to show up in one division because it it like the timeline of all these things kind of doesn't make too much sense like one division is three weeks after the 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 blip basically that's where that kind of comes in to play and then uh, i feel like uh falcon and the winter soldier i don't know where that one is in the timeline but it's still got to be yeah. right
0: Right. Because that's that's their whole thing is like we came back
1: from the blip and someone had moved
0: into our homes and we didn't have a nation anymore and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. And but then I think when you uh when you get into like the timeline of it, Spider-Man Far From Home is like nine months after this. So but then right. I I think what we'll find is like yeah uh, like Captain Marvel's Offworld, And that's where we'll find out in the Marvel's, which was just announced. Um, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think they're trying to keep a lot of these things spaced out. And I think they're trying to keep us confused. Uh, Ooh, as a matter of fact, speaking of Marvel properties, two more things before we wrap up, I'll try and be quick about this one. The eternals, their full trailer oh. dropped. I'm yes. now convinced more than ever, the only way that they can get away with this story, with telling the story of these high powered individuals, uh, I think it's gonna be based on Neil Gaiman's eternal story where they they basically get, uh, enchant themselves to forget yep. who they are and probably uh-huh. the level of cosmic energy that occurs with either the snap or the blip is the reason why they it's come possible. to realization but weren't involved. Yeah. Uh, the, but I gotta say one thing, uh, and I, I, I was having a discussion with this with like Nate Gonzalez via te- text. Everything I saw was visually amazing. But they've still given me almost no reason to care about this movie
0: well and and so it, it's really interesting that you bring that up because within the comics, comic fandoms, the only people that love the eternals are Jack Kirby fans.
1: that makes sense because Definitely
0: that was be, that was his baby that that's i mean the 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 forever people. Is that same style in the DC universe, and that was the one place in the Marvel universe where he got to go in and, and create his own uh, everything. And and so in the comics, even it's it's usually only the Kirby purists that are big fans of the Eternals. So I, I get that. I totally get that. And they run the the uh, the the what's the term? The the danger of uh, turning it into another um, oh, what was the spinoff? uh inhumans yeah do you know what i mean because that that was harsh it was really flat and and same with gifted too in in the mutant side of things um so yeah i agree with you uh and it's i mean a a quick side note i'll be fast gamen's story is so good in the eternals i just wish they had had anyone else but john romita jr uh, draw it. That's
1: all. <laughs> Always the artist's complaint with Trent. Uh, yeah. Other two special notable mentions before we wrap up. Again, don't forget, folks, if you're listening to this uh, in real time and you're a member of our Patreon, we will have a special broadcast live sometime tomorrow, I think. Uh, but definitely go to our Patreon page, public announcement there. Uh, two special no- moments of notice, though. Um, the the Bad Batch on Disney+, I having not watched any of the Clone Wars or anything, I right. thought I would pick it up anyway, and I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing, so much so that after watching The Bad Batch, I went back and started watching uh, what I, was based on a viewing list of the key episodes of Clone Wars. Because yep. oh, there, are, there, are there are a lot of non-essential episodes in Clone Wars. Oh my gosh, though. What quality Star yeah. Wars content Dude. I was ignoring just based on the fact that it was happening around the same time of those movies, I couldn't stand. Dude, it Clone Wars man there are just
0: heart-wrenching episodes man
1: yeah there are there but man whoo that's so that's some good yeah, stuff yeah
0: i haven't watched it yet i i it, it's in my queue
1: uh the other thing too i i don't want to get into the details of it because it's still actually one of the things that are relatively fresh but as the show title man talk about burying the lead um i have seen the first two episodes of marvel's Modoc. i watched it all in one night i i Let me just say this. Uh, We should have already known, based on the people that were involved, what we would be getting. But I love the way they take the approach of, okay, so we've got one of the weirdest characters in Marvel and we're making a show about him. And then they do exactly what they should, which is they take it to an absurd level where the primary focus is on the toils and tribulations of villains and their home lives.
0: Yeah. They 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 did a great job, and in 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 like almost John Lasseter esque fashion. By the time you get to the end, tugging it tugging at the old feelers again, dude.
1: They, they do, do that. Well, I think was it. I think it was by like this in the second episode. Is that the one that has the time travel story? Is that where? Uh, okay. Yes. Yes. Like that one alone. I mean, there's this entire yeah. journey that happens that gets completely undone, and you as the audience member are like. And mind you, you completely forget about the fact that you're you're rooting for the the reconciliation, if you will, of a Marvel villain. You're just like, oh my gosh, that's so horrible! They don't know that there was this. Oh my! God. And you're like, oh, it's it's an yeah. entertaining it's an entertaining bit of uh, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, we've got to tell ourselves, otherwise we won't know. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, and and honestly speaking, too, if this is the type of entertainment that these content deals uh, that they were still allowing to let happen, I'm really more so bummed uh, about the the Kevin Smith and I can't remember the other person that was involved joint for uh, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, I know, man. Yep. Because if this is the kind of content they were letting through, I would have loved to have seen what those stories were. Look, folks, we we focused a lot on entertainment. We talked a lot about 3D printing. Did we talk about the tech that was important in your life? I'm not sure. But I got to tell you, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Because when I get to talk to this guy, I always seem to have a great time no matter what. The fact that some of you like to listen in or watch while we do it, I appreciate too. So I want you to know... I appreciate every one of you that uh, take part in the program and uh, the people that have reached out and also told us how, you know, we've helped people deal with certain things in their life. Thank you for that, too. It's nice to know that what we do makes some type of a a contribution. Uh, You know, I also apologize. My life has been hectic lately, which is why we haven't been recording anything. As I've said in the podcast game, the most important thing is consistency and don't do what I do, do what I say. Uh, Trent, uh, you still got the devotion wrestling going on. Uh, yes, yep. Uh, devotion wrestling,
0: uh, on YouTube. Check it out, or on the fight app. New episodes air on the fight every Thursday
1: uh, afternoon. And by the way, speaking of the Patreon as well, I got to tell you guys, now that I'm dipping into 3D printing, and now that I I'm getting into like uh, considering designing certain things as well. Uh, for those of you that are in the higher tiers where you're supposed to get rewards, I've already got some percolating ideas for nethead stuff.
0: I'm talking about,
1: yeah, baby. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, and by the way, Trent, I haven't heard back, even though I'm I'm hoping she wants to talk to you. We do have the one patron that has earned a nethead's phone call, and there we uh, go. And I'm hoping she wants to talk to you, so be prepared for that. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for uh, checking us out. Don't forget, check out Devotion Wrestling on YouTube as well. Uh, Support the efforts of of Trent as a producer. And what's the name of that announcer guy again?
0: Lauren Gardner.
1: Yes, uh, Lauren Gardner. He sounds familiar. Yeah, well,
0: it's an acronym for Rulon Gardner.
1: I did not know that. I did not know that. Anyway. Thank you very much for dropping in. Thank you for uh, watching and listening, if you will. Uh, until next time, my name is Will. I'm Trent. And we will be back. Soon. Yeah. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. 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 We'll be back soon. this has been a smodco internet production sit only at smodcast.com i must shamefully admit how happy i am at how i successfully pressed a few buttons in the right order to wrap this thing up all at once
0: hey i you crushed it sir you crushed it
1: I, I know it's going overboard because I got two stream decks going here. One of them just de- dedicated to audio because I got like three different pages of audio. As a matter of fact, like one of the things that I don't know how to work it in here, but you didn't even hear is pork chop sandwiches. I love that. Uh, and I don't know why. Uh, and I just want to say, uh, I hope you guys stick around because uh, one of the things that my wife mentioned, and I don't know how to do it yet. Folks, if you have an idea about a way we could do this, go to netheads on air or go to email netheads on air at gmail.com. That's what it is, right, Trent? Yep. One of the things my wife said that she missed the most, and once we get the Discord or organized correctly, we could line up people to do this. And if we do things on a regular schedule, we can also do this because you expect to be there. Uh, but we want to get back into uh, when Will's money or what's in Will's sack. But yeah, the only thing is we got to figure out a way to do it because before we we used to be able to integrate with Think Geek, but now we need like a new destination where you can right. try and predict. Sp- like I can't use Amazon because it's got the entire world. Yeah. So yeah, that no one would win that. It's would so obscure. Well, the, now well, people have Amazon stores though. That's true. We could do that. So we got it. We got to think of a way to do that. But uh, thank you very much again, guys. And. Usually we try and come up with a funny moment uh, like this, but we can't. So I'll just say dildonics. <laughs> Trent's just nodding. I accept that.
0: Yeah, I, um, absolutely.
1: Very good.